This is South Florida Sunday, and we thank you for being with us this morning. Our next guest is Dr. Mahdi Taha, the medical director at, of medical oncology at Delray Medical Center. And we're here to talk about colorectal and prostate cancer awareness month. Doctor, welcome to South Florida Sunday. Uh, thank you for having me. I appreciate the invite. Well, we're glad to have you with us, and uh, we're glad to have you clear up uh, some questions that some of our listeners may have about our subject. Uh, so let's get right into it. Let's talk about um, some of the signs and symptoms of colorectal cancer and prostate cancer. Yeah, you know, March is Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month, and it's early indication and early treatment is so imperative to treating patients. And so some of the signs and symptoms, specifically for colon cancer, uh, incorporate, if you notice unexpected weight loss or fatigue or weakness, I always state to patients, no one knows your body better than yourself. And if you don't feel that something is right, right, you should always get examined or evaluated by a primary care provider or anyone in the uh, medical field that has experience with this to get an, an initial opinion. So for colon cancer, you may see signs such as nausea, vomiting, jaundice, anemia, weakness, fatigue. I mean, those are some of the early indicator signs from a colorectal perspective. From a prostate cancer perspective, you know, you may have signs and symptoms that mimic something called BPH, which a lot of males have. Um, but, you know, it's, it's important to get it evaluated. Some of those symptoms that may come about are problems urina urinating, which includes a slow or a weak urinary stream. You may notice blood in your urine or semen. If you have challenges getting an erectile dysfunction, if you notice bony pain, pain in like your hips, back, spine, chest, ribs, and other areas that may show advanced prostate cancer, and they certainly warrant a initial examination for further analysis and workup. Now, while it's always good to discuss the signs and symptoms of colorectal cancer and prostate cancer, uh, there's no substitute for screening and, and early detection, right? Absolutely. Um, as I alluded to earlier, early detection is key. And you, as a patient, can actually prevent some of these cancers with just preventative screening. And so um, in reference to colon cancer. Currently, there are uh, different recommendations, but for the most part, for example, the U.S. Preventative Task Force recommend at the age of 50, you start receiving a colonoscopy, or the age of 45 if you're African and American, or if you have a first-line family history of someone who's developed colorectal cancer, then usually the rule of thumb is 10 years before they are diagnosed, you should start your screening. Now, in prostate cancer, again, there's multiple schools of thoughts as to when you should start your screening. And from a prostate perspective, it's a simple PSA blood examination that's added to your routine labs. Um, and, uh, of course, that, too, is if you have no family history, the current recommendations right now is the age of 50, if you are African-American, it is 45, or if you're considered high risk, it is 45, or if you have a first-line relative, again, that 10-year rule plays into a part here where it's 10 years before uh, your primary relative's date of diagnosis. 
You touched a little bit on um, the, the how the uh, screening uh, process works, but could you uh, elaborate a little bit more on kind of walk us through the screening process for both colorectal and prostate cancer? Yeah, excellent question. You know, in colon cancer, there have been really nice mo- different modalities that have come about just recently in the past year to two years. And, uh, well, the, old, the gold standard, which is always recommending, is something called a screening colonoscopy. That is an examination that is typically conducted by a gastroenterologist, and they perform a colonoscopy looking for something called polyps. Polyps are, uh, pre, uh, can be precancerous benign lesions that can turn into cancerous lesions. And what they do is they remove them, right, during the procedure, and they analyze them with a pathologist and look for signs of either precancer or just a standard polyp, or unfortunately, sometimes you can find cancerous lesions that require further treatment. But it's from a uh, colon cancer standpoint, this is the optimal way of getting treatment. Now, there are some patients that state, hey, doc, I don't care what you say. I do not want to move forward with any type of procedure that involves anyone doing any type of invasive measures, which to be fair and honest, colonoscopies aren't invasive um, and usually very, very well tolerated. Um, But at the same time, I understand why patients may not uh, elect to move forward with it. And there are newer tests that are available their sensitivity, which means they're, they're aware, they're, the results that come aren't as specific as a colonoscopy, but these new tests take your actual stool, and you can actually do it at home where you place it on a card and you actually submit it, and they're able to detect for um, uh, essentially cancerous abnormal cells. Um, and that, too, is also an option for our patients from a uh, colon cancer perspective. Those are called stool-based tests. Um, they're, they're called FIT tests, fecal immunochemical tests, and you can certainly ask your primary care physicians. They usually have these test kits that you can take home. Now, we've talked uh, about screening. Let's move on now to common treatments. Yes, sir. So in reference to common treatments for prostate cancer and colorectal cancer, from a prostate cancer, really depends on how extensive the disease is. You have multiple treatment modalities that are available, but if you are unfortunately diagnosed with um, prostate cancer, then the treatment options usually involve meeting with the urologist to discuss a surgical resection, which is called a prostatectomy. And they're able to, many times they're able to do it robotically or open procedure. And in reference to colon cancer, uh, it involves a surgical resection. And depending on how extensive this, the colon cancer is, it may also involve some form of systemic chemotherapy and or radiation therapy, which is a multimodality treatment option for patients. So, um, Again, early detection is most key for treating our patients so that they can have the best outcome and we can celebrate that they're cancer-free after uh, being treated for this unfortunate, uh, unfortunate cancer ailment. 
Well, now we've seen, uh, let's keep our fingers crossed, we're seeing uh, like maybe we're getting to the end of this pandemic finally, but have you noticed a decrease in in folks coming in uh, to the Delray Medical Center for treatments because they're a little hesitant because of the uh, pandemic? And and is that starting to uh, uh, dissipate now, that, that, that concern? Absolutely. Due to the pandemic, unfortunately, we've been noticing many patients, understandably so, have been concerned about going to their primary care physicians or going to uh, their local medical facility for their treatments or screening. And what's happening is we're noticing that the patients, once they do get screened, they're unfortunately being diagnosed with more advanced cancers because they've put off their screening uh, for due to the pandemic mm-hmm. with the fears of going into to the medical center for either screening, evaluation, or treatment. So I implore, again, early detection is key, and please move forward uh, with having all your screening tests and evaluations done for, uh, so that we can catch this early. Uh, the medical centers have done an excellent job of preventative disease, of preventing uh, the medical centers for the pandemic. They've done an excellent job of making sure our patients stay safe when they come in for their routine evaluations and screening. Please feel feel confident and comforted that everything will should and will be fine um, when coming to your centers for treatment. All right. We've talked about uh, symptoms. We've talked a little bit about treatment. Let's talk about prevention. Are there things that we can just do in our everyday lives to uh, I maybe not totally prevent uh, the uh, chance of cancer, but to lessen our chances of uh, catching colorectal or uh, prostate cancer? Yeah, absolutely. So we talked about early detection is key, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and making sure you go to your regular screening appointments and making sure that occurs. But also leaving a clean, healthy, and balanced lifestyle, making sure you, know, you do not smoking and drinking and leaving and exercising when you can. We understand there is a pandemic. We also understand that we all lead and live very busy lives, but leading a um, clean lifestyle and avoiding what we call outside interferences that are uh, hazardous to your lives really can, um, really can help uh, mitigate or decrease your chances of getting these cancers. We're already dealing with uh, these are some factors that can increase your risk, like family histories of colon cancer, family histories of adenomas, cigarette smoking, obesity, um, physical inactivity, uh, history of ulcerative colitis or Crohn's colitis. Just being African-American also increases your risk. So it's really important that we try to live, lead and live a clean lifestyle and have our screening test conducted as early as possible so that if they these unfortunate occurrences do occur, we can react and treat accordingly with the best responses that we can possibly get under the unfortunate circumstances. I'm sure, Doctor, in in your time, you've seen amazing advancements in the uh, treatment uh, uh, of uh, these cancers, colorectal and prostate cancer. Um, And my question is, are they working? Are we seeing a a decrease or are these cancers uh, starting to increase the rates of these cancer cases? You know, that's a, that's a great question. And what really it comes down to is that we have made such advances in our screening methods that we're catching the cancers earlier and we're catching the cancers more frequently. 
One in nine males will be diagnosed with prostate cancer at some point in their life. One in nine. And colon cancer is one in 23. And so these are quite often uh, unfortunate ailments and oncology diagnoses that we really have to stay on top of. And so with our improved screening measures and our improved treatment options that we are able to offer our patients, we're able to detect it earlier. Yes, your rate is going to go up uh, because we're able to detect these cancers earlier and with improved technology, but at the same time, we're able to have better results because we are catching them earlier and we, are, we do have improved treatment options for our patients. Well, it sounds like survival rates are becoming much better as well then. Uh, survival rates are improving, not at the rate that I'd like, <laughs> mm-hmm. but that's just me being uh, overly optimistic. Mm-hmm. But yes, survival rates are improving um, as we speak. But you have to remember, we're also increasing that denominator by catching it earlier and having more patients. So survival rates, are, 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 I, they are improving, but at the same time, there's always room for improvement when we're talking about people's lives. And I'm a firm believer in that. Well, Dr. Mahdi Taha, the Medical Director of Medical Oncology at Delray Medical Center, we want to thank you so much for being with us here on South Florida Sunday and getting us up to date on uh, screenings and uh, the, the new treatments for prostate cancer and colorectal cancer. And we want to urge uh, all of the uh, listeners, uh, men who are listening to our program, to reach out and, and uh, get those screenings as often as, as you suggested and uh, we want to thank you for being with us, and thanks for all the great work you're doing to help keep us healthy. Absolutely. I want to thank you for your time, and thank you for everyone listening. Thank you. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.